Trailer Trash. Get into Geek. This is Trailer Trash talking the biggest trailers of the week. Or as we usually would talk about trailers. I, I don't know that we can find time or the energy or even the, the want to talk about anything else but the one, the biggest trailer of the week and probably the month, maybe the year, Spider-Man no way home. My name oh, is Mitch. Sorry, sorry, Mitch. I thought you were talking about the new Bob Ross documentary. The trailer dropped for that as well, which comes out this week. On oh, Netflix. did I did I misspeak? Sorry. No, we are talking about Bob Ross. Thank you. Yes. Thank God for that. We, if we have time, we'll talk about Spider Man. Uh, yes. That is that is the voice of one Dane McGurk. I believe a first time at a trailer trash, uh, Dane. So welcome. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute, but it's uh, good to be here. And uh, look. Tell you what, the excitement is fever pitch. Like, it was exciting to see people blowing up the fact that it hadn't been leaked and then that scary leaked one, and now we've finally got footage of what will no doubt be the biggest Marvel movie since Endgame. Yeah, we've all done the right thing. We didn't go hunting or watch a fake one, so uh, good on us. Maddie. you're you're also you're making a return. I believe you've been on this show once before, maybe. I will take your word maybe for it. Maybe not. Maddie. welcome to Trailer Trash. Yay! <laughs> and the regular, she's the expert. She likes to be called oh, that. Oh, Emma, yeah. she's back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old news. I'm old news. Old news. How dare you? Well, yeah, I mean, Emma and I have been joking the last couple of episodes that, hey, let's do the, the it was at, which late night? hosts used to joke oh uh, jimmy kimmel right and he used to be like oh we ran out of time to talk to matt damon we'll save him for yeah. next week like that's what we started doing for spider-man no way home because we were never going to get this fucking trailer and now like in our third week it's like oh no you have to talk about the trailer because it's finally out so i know us on the text only about an hour ago because that's how long after the trailer being released that we're talking we were just like oh my god it's here and then just like i couldn't watch it straight away watching us all like break it down you guys pointing stuff out so we sort of had to jump behind the mics but um i know that uh, emma we haven't got a long time with you i know you'll be around for a little bit of the podcast but i might start with you yep. we've been joking about it for long enough <laughs> I, yeah what do you think because i think that the, the rest of us three you know how much we're gonna nerd out over this yeah, shit yeah. you might be the more objective opinion on it what do you make of the first trailer can you call it three minutes for christ's sake like they throw everything One hell of a teaser but di didn't really reveal much in the three minutes but yeah i mean what it did reveal though is, is pretty big right like doc Ock showing up in, in that last little bit hello peter very cool that's, that's i mean that's, that's what everybody's been begging for 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 years now they just want they want all of the spider-man all to that, together and it's, it's i don't know maybe we're finally going to get that Pound for pound, I still think Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man movie. I remember crying. I remember I remember being in gold class and crying in that movie after he was fighting Doc Ock. That train scene where he like saves the train and then collapses and they all mm. and they all catch him. I I welled up. <laughs> Did anyone see that meme? I didn't see the leaked trailer, but there was a meme going around that was that sort of view from the top where all of those train passengers were carrying a maskless spider-man unconscious and it had like over top of spider-man it just said fake trailer leaker and then all the people underneath were diehard fans waiting for the trailer and the caption be careful with him he's a hero <laughs> and like in the end i think sony sent out like cease and desist like copyright yeah. threats of legal action like it was never going to go too far and i think even the most hardcore like websites and stuff were very scared to retweet or comment or like or even reference it. It was like, oh, allegedly it leaks. And that was as much as we got. But they kind of had to give it to us today. Like, mm. 
We've waited fucking long enough, honestly. To to protect themselves, they had to. Oh, all the all the fan theories of like it was supposed to be Spider Man Day, like it was supposed to be released on like what was it, July thirty first or whatever, because that was Spider Man Day. Yeah. And then it was like Tom Holland's birthday. Tom Holland's was it- birthday. They were like, it's gonna be this day. It's definitely gonna. Be-. And then nope, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> so we can let's touch on what Emma said. So she said we saw Doc Ock, which is great. Uh, but then we saw the teasers to the other characters as well. We definitely saw the Green Goblin, one of his bombs, sort of got yeah. rolled in there. And the laugh, we heard his laugh as well. Did anyone see Oh my Lizard, uh, whatever his name is, and like the Monster or Electro? Did you guys see anything else in the trailer that teased any of the other villains that we've gotten? From the other movies? No, nothing jumped out. Or is it, are those two going to be the baddies? Is it going to be Doc Ock and Green Goblin? Well, because there, there has been, like, fan theories and hints and, like, oh, you know, um, Jamie Foxx could be coming back as Electro or whatever it is, but that hasn't actually been confirmed, has it? Well, that... Well, actually, I think it was so early on with Jamie Foxx that people just figured, because they said, oh, Jamie Foxx is coming back. And it's like, oh, well, is he playing Electro? Because he's been Electro in a Spider-Man movie before. And they go, yeah, he is. And I think everyone just thought, oh, well, he's going to be playing Electro, but not that same Electro. And then it sort of begs the question, well, why do you get the same actor? It's going to be confusing to people. Like, we didn't, no one thought this was going to be a multiverse movie. And then it was like, hey, there's rumor that, yeah, Alfred Molina's coming back. And then all of a sudden, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield stuff started coming up so it's weird that that was the first I think even Jamie Foxx spoke about it and said I won't look the same like there were comments and quotes out there what I will ask and I'll play the audio here be careful what you wish for Parker who is that did anyone know who that voice is isn't it Doctor Strange just re- reiterating what his what his spell is? Maybe a dark is it like a dark side Doctor Strange? Like is someone with a lot of gravel, a lot of like oh. there was a lot of menace in that voice. And so I replayed that when I first watched the trailer, well, second time I you know let it go through to the keeper, obviously, and just over and over again. And I cannot for the life of me because I was thinking villain. I was thinking what Spider Man movie villain could that be? I don't know who it is. I'm lost. I, I don't know whether it is anyone. It wasn't Wong, was it? Because he was kind of in the trailer, seemed to be the anti... He's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, it did but... sound a little bit like Wong to me, but I thought it was weird placement to put mm. that in. And why don't we see him say that? Like, why was it important for that to be a, a, a black screen and a gravelly Wong two and a half minutes after we last saw him in the trailer. So, I don't know. It could be a classic bait and switch, Mitch. It could mean nothing at all. And, like, Marvel have been known to do that in trailers, too. It could be absolutely nothing. But I saw it as a Doctor Strange just reiterating what he was talking about when he was casting the spell. And sort of what I want to know uh, from the trailer, obviously, he's been outed. If we run through the trailer, he's with his girlfriend, Mary Jane, MJ. J. Jonah Jameson is just like, he's Spider-Man, Enemy number one, we see the big billboards. It's great. I love the idea of him walking through school, everyone just freaking out, either sort of fangirling or like, oh, is he really a menace sort of a thing? So I sort of like that sort of aspect of it with their phones. And then we get to the Sancto Sanctorum and he goes and says, well, change it all. I don't want anyone to know. When Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Does the spell fuck up because he's still talking or mm-hmm. does Dr. Strange actually make a mistake or is it what's supposed to happen? Like what's the, what's the premise behind the movie is the premise that he doesn't want to be known as Spider-Man. So what, what is the premise behind this film? That's a good point because 
Yeah, like while I was watching the trailer, I was like, "Oh wow, we've we've never really." I think outside of like Civil War is when, like the the comic is when Sp- Peter Parker is exposed to Spider Man, like his his actual identity. Spider Man's it's always been that duality of Peter Parker trying to have a life free from Spider Man. So this is the first time I've seen yeah, like a really big part of Peter Parker's secret identity, like Spider Man's secret identity is, is exposed. So. I kind of like that aspect of it. And this is something Em and I was saying is like, I wonder if because Dr. Strange doesn't have the eye of Agamotto on the time stone anymore, like is he a lot weaker because of that? Like he's still the sorcerer Supreme. And, and I feel like the ancient one was kind of set up to, she never really relied on it. She relied on the dark dimension for her power based on the first sort of strange movie. So yeah. Did he stuff up because he's weakened or yeah. Or did something happen you know, did Peter stuff it up during it? He's he's in. He looks pretty disheveled. Like he's in sweatpants and a and a puffer mm. jacket. Like, and it, yeah. it's very he's still got the weird. Cape, he's still the cape. Kind of homeless. <laughs> and very weird to see the Sanctum Centaurum, like kind of like just like covered in snow or something like that. Is that like they never yeah. repaired the roof, and it's just been snowing into the magical, you know, hidden hole that that Hulk made in uh, Infinity War? But then it's like, well. How long has it been? Like, if if what was the last one? Not Homecoming. It was Far From Home. If if that took place right mm-hmm. after Endgame, and now we're getting another spot. Like, how much time has passed between these two? I'm assuming not much. If we're still dealing with the fallout of of Peter being um, exposed as Spider Man, yeah. But where has everybody been? And you feel like as well the way the way Strange um, lit the fire, and then you'd think you could clean up the whole place as well. Mm. Yeah, if if he can if he can like open portals to other dimensions, you know he ha- did have the power to reverse time. The amount of shit that he can do, if he can't get his fucking roof fixed, you know, get in the bin basically. Yeah. But and then Wong Wong seemed to have almost like pieced out, almost like at the end of the first Strange. Oh no, sorry, it was during Infinity War when he's like, oh, the other sanctums are unguarded, and so like Wong was headed mm. off to one of the other sanctums to guard that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, have they? What have they been doing? Like, because they both seemed like, yeah, like they were in travel gear, and then you know, Wong had, literally yeah. had luggage that he's like taking through his little what? sling ring. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine, I won't. Was it eight months? Was that what we got it with about Spider-Man: Far From Home being after Endgame? It was like I think because Falcon and Winter Soldier was about six, and I still feel like that was before Far From Home. So I think it was about eight months. So yeah, I, I don't think that it's it's much after. It, it, I don't think it can be much after. Mm. That, it looks like it picks up straight away because it's you know mm. when the, his face is up on those billboards and he's swinging through the city with oh, MJ. You're right. At the In end his of, new like red um, and black costume. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how the, the, the last one, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. He just sort of did a oh, and he almost swore. They sort of cut off before he before yeah. he swears watching it. So yeah, you're right. I think how often? Well, okay, it is JJJ, but still, like, how often is he booming across the entirety of well, what seems to be Times Square or all over New York on the big screens, saying, "Hey, this is Peter Parker." It turns out to be him, and I'm like. No one knows who the guy that guy is. Like eight people at his school know his name. Yeah. Like, yeah. why is it such a big deal? But I know you said something in the in our chat pre-recording, Emma. You were worried that it was going to be a quote time travel debacle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that? Did that get cleared up in the trailer, or what are you actually worried about with that well, sort of stuff? Well, so yeah, I, I guess like going into it, and then him going to Doctor Strange and being like, "Can you reverse it?" I was like, "All right, we're going to get like a, we're going to go back in time, and we're going to." I don't know, have like a weird like 
buddy cop kind of situation between the two of them. The time mm. heist we were supposed um, to get in Loki, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, Maddie pointed out that yeah, he doesn't have the time stone anymore. So I guess that's, he's still uh, wearing the um the like actual sort of necklace though. Like oh, the time the actual gem itself is out. But yeah, I I only noticed that once he was past sweatpants and he went down. Wong goes, he gives the wink. They go down into like the basement, and as he's conjuring the spell. He's in his full-on Doctor Strange um, costume, yeah. and he's got the necklace. Uh, oh, I the suppose, yeah. Um, Thanos didn't thing. destroy that, did he? Because Strange did the no, was, he just the thingy like that, and then hid it, and he had it in that little sort yep. of pocket dimension when he um yeah. he gave it to him. So yeah, I guess the eye might still be there. Yeah, he just might be keeping it for like nostalgic sake. But um, mm. well, Agamotto, like in I don't know how much they didn't get into it, but Agamotto was actually like a really powerful wizard that like from like mm. thousands and thousands of years ago. So yes, yeah, so I don't know whether that actual necklace still holds any power, or if it was just a a locket for the for the time stone. It's a it's an interesting trailer for me. Like it is, yeah, three minutes. Which even I think it's three minutes for me. A teaser trailer is at its best when it's like mostly one scene and then a bit of a montage. This seemed like mm. it was two or three scenes and then a bit of a montage where you got the sort of beats from what the first 20 30 minutes of the film you know the the aftermath of far from home the uh the fallout of everyone knowing him and then dr strange is going to yeah give birth to the movie multiverse sort of stuff and then it- I, f- I feel like i feel like marvel has really sort of thrown that out the window in terms of what we used to consider a, tra- a teaser trailer is now for them a post-credit scene like that's what teasers yeah. used yeah. to be, or less, yeah, yeah. and now it's just like a full. Like at the point, like I was, I'm, I'm down for Shang Chi. Like I was down like three trailers ago, and it's like every time I open up my YouTube app, like this week, there's another like minute long or thirty long scene, a thirty second long, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not watching that. I've seen enough. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't need to see any more. Stop giving me all these scenes to to tempt me to watch. Like I'm gonna go and see it. Relax. Yeah. Emma and I never actually spoke about Shang-Chi, the most recent trailer. I only watched it for the first time a couple of days ago. And I actually wasn't that blown away by it. And that was around about the same time that the world premiere was happening. And everyone is loving this movie that's seen it. And okay, then what else are they going to say? But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't, I actually don't need trailers. It didn't bother me. I haven't watched that. What I did want to talk about on today's show before Spider-Man dropped, I'd said to Emma, I want to talk about Venom and I want to talk about Eternals because I still haven't seen the new Venom trailer from three weeks ago and Eternals (laughs) dropped three days ago. Let's make it a, a kind of a Marvel special, and then bang, Sony drops the um, the Spider Man trailer, and it's like those are gonna have to wait. But like, I jumped into Eternals. That's three minutes, and mm. I fucking love that trailer. Like, it was a real, it was really epic. I don't know how long the Venom one went for. I actually did watch that this morning, but um, it was, I guess, a, a more normal looking trailer. But come the end of watching it for the first time, I actually don't know that it blew me away or excited me as much as what I wanted it to. This trailer, but then rewatching it almost immediately i was like okay cool like obviously i mean i'm definitely going to go and see this Mm. and i don't think it has shown too much which is something emma and i always talk about uh because i mean it's multiverse stuff like they don't need to show a lot to go you know we you know we're in that mood right now what if even if you don't consider that canon you have had loki we know this shit is possible now but if anything this trailer just sort of shows me that 
you know, a lot of the criticisms going to these Spider-Man movies is that he hasn't been able to be Spider-Man. He's he's Iron Man's sort of sidekick, or that he relies too much on Iron Man to to be rather than be his own hero. This though, I'm like, this just seems like it's a Sony movie that Marvel are piggybacking to go take us to the next step of the multiverse, mm. or take us to a bigger audience than we might get with a WandaVision TV show or a Loki TV show, as popular as they were, more people are going to be watching Spider-Man at the movies uh, or as a film. And it just, again, seems like Spider-Man is there to get us to, you know, the the next stage of what Marvel are wanting to do. If you're going to do it, do it with their biggest character. Well, Doctor Strange's next film is going to be Multiverse of Madness. So it's like yeah. they're really sort of yeah. doubling down in like multiverses where we're going, multiverses where we're going. So then... Do we assume from that then that this Spider-Man film won't have a conclusion in a way? Yeah. So say the moment where Strange screws up the spell, is that the moment in Loki where they... Oh, that could be a nice tie-in. I don't mind that. Yeah, I was listening to to a breakdown last week and everyone goes, oh, you got to think Loki's happening like not too long after the Battle of New York. And I'm like, yeah, for that Loki, but that Loki was involved with the 2023 Avengers team. And so they, after that, stealing those gems and stuff to the end of the Endgame film, or at least the battle, it seems like it was only a matter of hours, whereas Loki would have lasted days or even the span of a couple of weeks. So, but being timey-wimey stuff they could pick that up and go, well, of course that happened. It happens across time. So it's happening now and it happened three months ago because he's he's void of time. So that they could easily mm. throw that in. And it would be a, a fun way to do it because for the longest time, I feel like what they did reveal was that WandaVision was going to lead into Spider-Man and going to lead into Doctor Strange 2. And they were going to be like the trifecta of opening up the multiverse to the MCU. And because we, like you said before, Maddie, we expected Loki to be a week-to-week, villain-of-the-week, mission-of-the-week, time-travel buddy cop situation with him and Owen Wilson maybe fixing things that he broke between Endgame and the start of the Loki show. That obviously never played out, and it became the real birth of the multiverse. So so what are we going to see, though? Are we going to see, like, this is a new phase? What's what's the new phase of the Avengers? So is the multiverse going to be different to a new phase of the Avengers as well? So are these going to be two different things now, or the Avengers somehow, or the new Avengers, whoever that's going to be, is it the young Avengers, like we sort of teased to in WandaVision? Are we going to see those guys creep into the multiverse as well? Or are we going to have two separate... Where are the Eternals and Shang-Chi fit in all of this as well? Yeah. Are we going to have two separate sort of Marvel cinematic universes happening at once but are somehow combined as well? I'm, I'm wondering, and this sort of goes back to like uh, the season five finale of Buffy where it was like the the literal like the fabric of, of the dimensions was like... Like if you imagine that each dimension is separated by like literal pieces of fabric... They were being torn open. There were just like pockets of from of creatures from other dimensions coming through. Does that spell? Is that what kind of stuffs things up? And that's how we get Doc Ock and Goblin and stuff like. And is the resolution that Emma was, Emma was talking about? Is it Peter having to like shove those guys back into their respective little tears, and then you know Doctor Strange seal them up, and mm. that is the quote unquote you know, conclusion of the movie, but then obviously the multiverse is, you know, because I guess at this stage, no, yeah, no one in the, no one outside of like Loki and um, what's her name know about the multiverse really. 
Um, so I guess it's the way of, of getting it out to everybody so that all the main players know that the multiverse is a thing and how it's going to affect them moving forward to get us to the X-Men. <laughs> well, there's also that. Are they just essentially, is this movie just going to be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, but a live action version of it? Well, that's apparently did oh, really, see, really uh, well, didn't it? That animated movie was like one of one of the biggest things Sony's done in a while. It is it? amazing. I I watched yeah. it recently, mm. and it's actually really, really good. It's cool to see all the different Spider-Mans. But is that is this movie just going to be that? Is this movie just a real life version of Into the Spider-Verse? I'm sick of that Post Malone song. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, that that actually hearing that song that takes me back to watching the movie for the first time. So I'm kind of it's still it's still kind of fun, but I know what you mean. And but I I'm wondering because at least in that movie, because Spider Man was there and he became somewhere around the 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 multiverse dimension fracture machine thing that it was kind of like it called out to all the other Spider Man their their DNA almost their little Spider Man spider senses. Their spider senses were were tracked into the into the wormhole and brought there. Whereas this, it's like, okay, if the if there has been a rift in the multiverse and it has been opened up, why does it only seem to allegedly involve other yeah. Spider Men from those multiverse? Uh, sorry, those separate universes and their respective villains. Why doesn't Joe Blow from you know Bundaberg in Queensland get get you know get sucked into it? Why is it only spider characters that we've dealt with? Or is that what you know you were saying before, Dane? when he just keeps talking. And I would love nothing more than Spider-Man's big mouth to be what ruins a spell to open right. up the multiverse because he can't Is that because up? Tom Holland Tom Holland as well is terrible at keeping non-spoilers <laughs> away from people? So it's sort of like a real a real meta gag in the middle of the of the movie. It's good too meta. The entire world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Wait, everyone? Can't some people still know? That's not how the spell works. So MJ's going to forget about everything we've ever been through? Stop tampering with the spell. Oh, my God, Ned. He's my best friend. Oh, my Aunt May should really know. Stop talking. Like, is that what happened? Because he keeps throwing out names, and we get that at least in the trailer. Doctor Strange saying, stop, please stop messing with the spell. And I'm like, well, he's not. He's just talking about people that he knows. But is that this film's version mm. of what happened in Into the Spider-Verse? And that's why we're only going to get other Spider-Man villains and potentially probably not yet confirmed other Spider-Men. Hey, look, if, so, if they're trying to do what, a live-action version of, of, of the Spider-Verse and don't give me a live-action Spider-Ham, it'll be a complete failure for me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Spider-Ham, so, Spider-Ham so, uh, leads to Throg, which is a frog version of Thor, and he's even better than Spider-Ham. So, you know, if I can't 100%. get that, I don't want it. <laughs> so who's the villain? Who's the villain in No Way Home? <laughs> Obviously, Doc Ock, Green Goblin. But are they the big villain? Is there some overarching Thanos sort of style thing going on here now? Yeah. Who is the who's the bad guy in this movie? Could there could there be a little bit of um uh old mate from Loki? What's his name? Kang. Oh, Kang, the guy, the yeah. End, Kang. If if Doctor Strange's spell is screwing with the multiverse, could that get Kang's attention? Because I feel like he is being set up for the, the next new big Oh yeah, he he's got to be the next Thanos. I think we like, mm. but that's what I mean. I'm like, if he doesn't show up in this, I will either feel his presence or he'll get a post credit sequence. But then, obviously, with Shang Chi coming out pretty soon, is that how you say? It? I don't even know that's how you say. It. Uh, Apparently, it's a kick-ass martial arts. Shang Chi, I believe. Yeah. Well, coming out soon, right? Maybe <laughs> September the post credits will lead to something yes. for Spider Man. But yep. I don't know if he delves into the multiverse at all, or if it's more straighty one eighty sort of stuff. But we do see 
old mate uh, Abdominal from the Hulk fighting him in that big arena. Did so you say Abdominal? We've already started. <laughs> I think I may have. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? Abominable. Abomin- Abomination. <laughs> what is Abdominal is your it's stomach like muscles. Snow- He's a giant intestine, just circles yeah. you, he strangles you. That's his He's power. He's just a six-pack. Yeah, just... um... <laughs> Wait, okay, so I got that wrong. But you see him fighting him, so we know these universes are all connected. Right? Yeah. So maybe Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi will lead into Spider-Man. And then when are, are, Eternal, are we getting the Eternals this year as well? Yeah, that's November. November. So we get Shang-Chi on September 2, and then we get Eternals November 4. And then this, Spider-Man, is Boxing Day for us, December 26. Oh, wow. I was so excited about the trailer. I didn't even look at the dates Day. at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either, actually. Well, I got it in an email from Sony, and it was like, oh. coming Boxing Day. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, I thought it said Christmas. December 17th. Well, it did say this Christmas. Then I saw December 17th Ooh. a lot. That's way uh, You know what? And we get stuck with that in Australia a lot, too. You get those massive movies, whether they're Star oh, Star Wars, we've gotten away with it. But like you think back when Lord of the Rings, Ooh. which is going back 20 years, but still, like they would release on December 12 or December 17 in, in, yeah. in the US. But because of us in Australia, the, our biggest day of the year at the movies is Boxing Day. So we have to wait a week. We better be getting this shit first. Okay, that's the way the world works in movies, okay? We're fine, give us Spidey, then the rest of the world can have it. Ew, I don't like this wording. It says December 17 in premium formats, exclusively in movie theatres everywhere. That's a big F you to Bob Chapek and Disney Plus. (laughs) (laughs) And your shitty iPad tablets that you're watching Jungle Cruise on or Black Widow. (laughs) All in all, though, I'm excited for the movie, and I love we saw a lot of his different suits. We saw the Iron Spider suit. We saw his mm. original suit. Like, So is that him in different parts of the multiverse with those suits? I, I really enjoyed that. And I think, like all Marvel movies, there'll be more questions than answers, but I'm just struggling to figure out. Look, I'm excited, and I can't wait to see it, and I'm excited to try to understand the multiverse, but... I just feel like it is, you guys touched on it just before, it's just another stepping stone to where they want to go with the new Avengers or whatever that whatever that looks like. Because we know there's a Cap 4 coming. How is he going to fit into all of this again? Like, are they going to try to make them all fit together? Or is it, can we have a standalone movie or a series now uh, without it all intertwining? Yeah. I'm just really like, and then if it, say, he fixes it, goes back to normal at the end of the movie, who knows what the result's going to be? But then we're back to square one again. Like, is it is the movie going to end like with a little wink to the screen? Like, oh, that was fun. You know what I mean? Like Andy's Safari Adventures on ABC Kids. Sorry, we're watching a lot of that. Lately. <laughs> That's a good show. Goes, oh, see you next time. It's like, oh, we travel back to prehistoric times and no one knows. Is is Tom Holland going to finish at the end of the movie and go? See you next time. Like, you know what I mean? I just I hope I'm confused they... what the end game is. I'm excited and I can't wait to see all these characters come back. And if Toby Maguire comes back and Andrew Garfield and we see all these villains and stuff and seeing them interact with Doctor Strange and all that. It's going to be really, really cool. And But, yeah, I'm just not yeah. not sure where Marvel would want to go with I this hope one. at the end of the movie they don't pull up, oh, we fixed the spell and now nobody remembers who Peter Parker is. Like, I don't want it to be the mind wipe cliche kind of thing at the end of it. It could be. But, yeah, like I said before, like we've, we've never seen a Peter Parker have to deal with people knowing who he is. Like not having to deal with that secret mm. identity, so it's like, oh, what if it's like a, a Rick and Morty type situation where he basically just has to bail on that? Oh, you know, oh, oh, oh. bail on that dimension and just like, yeah, go where there is. 
Yeah, yeah, bail on Earth 616 or whatever it is and head over to Earth 617 yep. and just be like, all right, I live here now. Wouldn't that be the ultimate F you to the MCU? Because you remember, like, I, I think two days after Far From Home came out, it was like, well, sucks now because Marvel and Sony are fighting, so he's not going to be in any more films. And that lasted like three or four months. And then he came back in, they're like, don't worry, they've worked it all out. And you talk to Tom Holland, or you talk to him, if, if I was a media person that talked to him, but you hear from people that, you know, do interviews and they go, no, he's he's privately said, or whatever, don't worry, this shit's not going to happen. They're just going to keep, we've, we've got a deal, don't worry. What if though? Because people keep asking, is Venom in in the MCU? Is it Morbius in the MCU? Is it a Venom and Morbius in the same universe? You know, because Morbius has posters of Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, but it has references to different. Like, what if, like, right at the end of this, without Marvel's consent, they've changed one scene where he does do that? He bails on the MCU universe and goes over to the Venom universe with Morbius. And they're like, oh, was that not in your plans for Doctor Strange? I'm so sorry, because now he's in the Venom universe. Suck a dick. And, you know, then the Marvel guys have to go like, oh, that's, you know, sucks. Like, that would never happen, but I'll tell you what. Tom Holland's like, I can say Sony. fuck now. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that would be. I don't think that one. That that would be a ballsy move. It'll be like some third or fourth rung editor that does it and just sneakily cut gets in the final cut. I don't know how yeah. many times it gets watched before it gets sent out to the cinemas or on the USB sticks or whatnot. But that, yeah. that's some ballsy. That'll be a ballsy move. I don't think that'll happen. My only concern is like, is I hope it's not too soon for another Spider-Man movie. Like when you think about it, if you don't consider that, like if you don't count the Disney Plus shows, all we've really had since Endgame is. The last Spider-Man movie and Black Widow. That's kind of it, isn't it? And then now we've got mm. another Spider-Man. Yes, it's been a couple of years, but it's another Spider-Man movie because we don't have Iron Man to catch up on. We don't have Captain America to catch up on. Thor's in the works. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy's in the works. So it's like, is it just because like everyone seems to love Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Is it just like, well, let's just fast track this one and get us to where we need to for for doctor strange and all that kind of stuff it's well or is it doctor strange plus the eternals plus shang chi you know like they're part of it aren't they they're part of this new phase four? Oh yeah i suppose yeah. You, we, we will have gotten months. those movies by the time spider-man rolls around i suppose spider-man so, comes yeah. out again so we've got those two new resetups for whatever's next for post thanos mm. yeah no that's a good point uh, and obviously kang will be that the the villain there so, but, and obviously those two movies are huge. Essentially, those two movies are what Cap and Iron Man were for the start of the MCU, where characters that probably aren't really well known, they've got to set them up. Um, but now so much has happened and they sort of, in the new trailer for the Eternals, they, they touch this, like, where were you when Thanos was, like, why didn't you help out with Thanos sort of a thing? So they touch mm. on that. So we know they've been around, but to an audience like myself who, is a, is a geek and has enjoyed the movies, not, not, doesn't know a lot about comic books. And so for me, these two movies are really, really important in driving the new MCU forward in terms, and Spider-Man, the, the characters that we know and love, but like driving what's happening or what is going to happen forward, they're so important they get them right. And I'm really curious to see how it's all going to fit come the new Kang, the new this multiverse, which is probably the new sort of Avengers fighting ground. It'll be Kang and this multiverse of Doctor Strange and Wanda and and these variants of Loki and Sylvie. Is she going to be part of the MCU now? And Spider Man, obviously, who's opened the multiverse, all part of it. But then, where do these two 
sort of very powerful lots of, of movies and characters come into all of this as well. Are we going to get a nice little tied bow like we did with Endgame down the track, say four or five mm. movies down the track, you know? I think so. I think because we, the way I see, like obviously the, not the Eternals, who were the big, the Celestials. The Celestials were set up way back in Guardians of the Galaxy. The Celestials created the Eternals. The yeah, Celestials right. are, are in the Eternals trailer. Depending how heavy they go to the comic books, like the Eternals and Thanos are actually like cousins, for lack of a better word. Like they're kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. connected there. So I kind of feel like, and there was something in the Eternals trailer where it kind of hinted to that the only reason the Eternals are in danger and have to, you know, bring themselves sort of do it is because of something with the snap, like some energy from the snap or or the, the unsnap, as it were. The blip, like, it, yeah. it created some kind of loophole that now the Eternals have to, like, step in because they're in danger or something like that. So I do like the way it isn't just, we're not just restarting from zero, it is kind of building. And those events Things that were perfectly into. wrapped up in Endgame, do, there, are, there are repercussions coming through on the back end of it. So, oh, wait, so it was Ego, Peter Quill's dad, is he a Celestial? God, it's been a while since I've seen Guardians Two. Was he? See the the Celestial is that is that what it, is that what you're talking about? You're talking about Guardians. Is that where it was? No, set no, up? no. You know the, the which Guardians the first the one? first ones. You remember when they do the flashback and there's this big giant thing with six eyes like wielding the Power Stone? It's like a quick flash when Ooh, when like the collector is explaining oh. the origin of the of the Infinity Stones and all that kind of oh. stuff. It's a big giant like wielding the Power Stone on a staff with six eyes. You see that same um, Celestial in the Eternals trailer. It's also a Lego set. Yeah. <laughs> and then nowhere in Guardians of the Galaxy is the head of a dead Celestial. So, yeah, they have, they have set up the video. Oh, I, I can't, that was in What If, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember Ego. I can't remember if he was an Eternal, uh, Celestial or not. Have, actually, it's been a long time since I've seen Guardians 2. I'll have to go back and watch that. Before we do, or before you do, uh, we've got to say a farewell to Emma now. You've actually got to go off to, you know, yeah. other commitments and stuff. So uh, oh, thank well, you for joining us. Thank you. Um, just, I mean, just just know that now is the time when we're going to start getting geeky. If you thought the last five minutes were nice and mellow, well, then you were right, and it's going to get really, really sweaty from now on. So we'll talk to you, <laughs> the, uh, we'll talk to you on next week's podcast, Emma. Bye. <laughs> One thing I was going to say before um, where we were joking about the mind wipe thing because – I too, like Dane was saying, I'm you know I'm not well versed in the comics or anything, and this, this oh. in particular, we are talking trailer trash, right? So we're talking about it as a trailer, but we're obviously going to delve yeah. into what it means about the franchise, what we've seen so far, where it could go based on what else we know and stuff. But the one thing that I am aware of uh, with one of the storylines of Spider-Man, and when I say one of the storylines, it's arguably the most hated Spider-Man storyline ever. I believe it was called One More Day, where. I think, and any comic listeners are going to be screaming at me, know that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to remember, okay? But that I believe it's post-Aunt May's death and that Peter basically wants to bring her back. He, and, and he makes a deal with Mephisto. And Mephisto's side of his, his bargaining uh, says, well, sure, I'll bring Aunt May back, but you have to lose your life with Mary Jane. Like by this stage he's married mm. to Mary Jane. They've been together for a hundred years. He has to give up life with Mary Jane. And oh, so it's one of those would you rather all fingers as toes or all toes as fingers kind of scenarios. It's like 
something like that. And, you know, it was probably just either way. Yeah, it was probably just a good way to retcon and reset the comics universe so that you could have different writers come in. And what about if Mary Jane and Peter met this way? Or what if he had a different girlfriend before her that wasn't Gwen and wasn't whoever? You know, let's let's just start again, because that shit happens all the time. You know, DC have done it the last couple, you know, where they had Rebirth and then they've had um, the new 52 and stuff and Marvel do the same thing. And all these big events that just reset the universe so that you can write a story about a character that you've been writing about being 40 years of age since 1959 it's just not possible <laughs> but you reset it i get all that but in one more day he does opt yeah he doesn't mary doesn't die he doesn't get to not know her he just goes back to when they just sort of knew each other and and um and aunt may comes back to life and i'm i'm wondering whether one because they hated that that, that comic line the fans and all I've, I've never heard anyone actually give it a, a rap they're not going to touch that, but like they do with a lot of characters in the MCU so far, where they clearly go, well, we don't, we're not going to use that character, so we're just you know, like, how are the duck? We're never going to make a how are the duck anything. Let's have him as a throwaway line in a Guardians film. You know, he's a post-credit thing in a Guardians film, and we'll bring him back for what if because it's fun if you've got an animated duck or just different characters along the way like that. They're never going to be big enough to make a a, a villain of the movie roll around, so we're just going to bring them in just to kill them off or, or whatever. While they're not trying to do one more day, uh, is this? the MCU's version of that big point in Peter's life where he needs to go back because really like I get that your world must suck and I hope that the movie really sells that up for for like half an hour or something I hope this is a two and a half hour film and for half an hour we feel the pain of what this means to Peter because we get a lot of that in the first minute of the trailer where it's affecting he goes this isn't just about me it's affecting Ned it's affecting Aunt May it's affecting Mary Jane and everyone else around him but he also he not only can he not be Peter Parker but seemingly he can't even be Spider-Man properly anymore because people know his name which is kind of funny in the MCU because everybody knows who Tony Stark is and yeah. one they don't get paraded around as much like obviously everyone knows who Peter Steve Quill. Rogers is right Peter Quill like Earth doesn't know who he is but does do people know who Ant-Man is like maybe I don't know does everyone know who Hawkeye is who knows but they don't really focus on the secret identity thing so much in the MCU whereas Peter Parker no one knew who he was, and that was I kind of hated that about the end of Far From Home because I'm like, you can't go back from this, which mm. is such a stupid thing to say because, yeah. of course, they can if they want to, and they they're finding ways of doing that. But I'm like, this movie just feels like it, it has to be. But let's weave it into where the future of this entire franchise is going based on a, a semi post credit scene from the last film. Like, if they didn't have that scene, that movie doesn't change. If if JJ doesn't come on and tell everyone who Peter is. That yeah. film is still otherwise the same, but that changes things yeah. forever because I'm like, you can't go back from that. So the idea that Peter, his life sucks that much, that it gets to a point where he goes to this interdimensional wizard and says, hey, can you change the world so that no one knows my name? Like, that is yeah. fucking monumental. And like, I know Peter's still a kid, but that seems like such a big thing to ask. And I don't want to, I'd rather him be desperate rather than stupid and naive. And even Doctor Strange, like, it must seem like it's such an easy thing for him to do. While Wong said, don't do it, this is dangerous, 
Strange is not an idiot either. He's not going to do it because he thinks it's risky. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, cool, I'll do it. And then Peter just won't shut his fucking mouth. And maybe that's what ruins it. So I'm just wondering whether this is the MCU's version of the One More Day storyline. Because I kind of want to... I, I don't like things changing. I don't want the world to know who Spider-Man is. Mm. I still want him to have that that secret identity. But at the same time... Is two and a half hours enough to justify a mind wipe? It was all just a dream sort of yeah. situation. You know, can I hate the end of a movie doing that, but can a whole movie dedicated to that as its mission succeed? You make a good point mm-hmm. because, yeah, I hate the cliche of the mind wipe at the end. But the, the point you made is what I liked is, yeah, I hope Peter's motivation isn't just, oh, this is really inconvenient and this sucks. The whole reason Peter Parker always tried to separate himself from Spider-Man is because that he is like that street-level hero, especially when he was in the cartoons and stuff going up against Kingpin. If people knew who he was, well, he's out trying to save someone getting mugged. Kingpin can just rock up to his house and like slit Aunt May's throat in her sleep, you know? So I'm hoping he's always been about protecting family and those close to him. Yeah, because he can't protect them all the time. He has to protect his identity so it doesn't put them in in jeopardy. So maybe either MJ or Aunt May, their their safety is put into jeopardy and that's what pushes him to to go to Doctor Strange. And we sort of see Happy as well in a, in a shot in the mm. trailer. I've sort of just been watching bits of it back. And you see Happy with a bunch of laser sort of things targeted on him as well. So he looks like he's in a bit of danger. Who's played a massive role in Peter's life so far. Yeah. Um, was that bridge, obviously, between Iron Man and, and Spider-Man and Peter Parker. So, yeah, you're right. It's going to be a very interesting one because I think more so sort of Iron Man in Endgame definitely was protecting what he had, like his his wife and his daughter and and that type of thing, where Peter has always been, Spider-Man's always been about protecting those close to you and that's why you keep it a secret because you're going to hurt those who are closest to you. Uh, We saw it with the police, with uh, MJ when she dies in the second The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, the cop saying get stay away from my daughter so we've we've seen it quite a lot Gwen. so that'll be that'll be very interesting Gwen yeah. yeah sorry um so it's like yeah it's gonna be really really interesting to see how that does play out and I suppose that's the excitement of this trailer is because it's r- just risen so many questions like I want to know as I said I'm just sort of watching bits back at the moment I've noticed a couple of things like once he's cast the spell, we see this like the whirlwind of the purple and whatever else. Like the purple reminded me of the purple in Loki, the final episode. Then you get like the the, the colourful rainbow bridge, like they're travelling by the, the rainbow oh, the bridge Bifrost, in Asgard yeah. to sort of get a bit of that as well. And then I also sort of think to myself a glimpse of like Ant-Man through the quantum realm as well, which is going to be – we get that quantum mania coming up soon, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. That's another film – coming out that could possibly tie into this whole multiverse, which I think they are tackling the multiverse in that as well. So the only, my only other question for you guys with this trailer, we see uh, Dr. Strange doing an astral projection of Spider-Man who actually, Peter Parker's body comes out of Spider-Man, which is really cool, but he's holding on to something. What the hell is in that box? Mm, yeah. Do you guys know what that box is? Do you know the bit I'm talking about? I remember the, I remember the spot because I, yeah, I remember being taken aback in the same way when we saw um, uh, Bruce Banner get astral, astral projected out of the Hulk. I was yeah. like, oh, that's really, really cool. And, yeah, I did see that it was holding. I just thought it was like a little briefcase or something. I didn't sort of click. But, yeah, you're right. That's got to be something important. 
It's a funky box. And uh, just seeing now, people are saying the, the quick shots in the trailer of we see, obviously, him in the multiverse. We see, you see the train sort of break off, which looks like one of uh, Doc Ock's arms, which could be a little foreshadowing moment there. But then uh, rumors are saying that when he's in the suit and he turns to the car, you can see the lizard. What's the lizard guy's call? What's Connors. his name? Kurt Connors. Yeah, you see sort of Connors come out and then you see this big explosion, which people are saying could be the Sandman, and then you see the Green Goblin. Is that the way of teasing all the villains? Uh, obviously, I can't really stop it frame for frame. And then we see, obviously, the big reveal of Doc Ock. It looks mm. like a um, like a holocron from uh It, it does, yeah. And his uh, arm seems to be like in it. Worlds. Yeah, so mm. I, I think there's there's way more questions to be answered. And then... At one stage in the trailer, do we see Peter? I'm just actually at one minute eighteen in the trailer. Is that Peter Parker in the black Venom suit, or what's he wearing there? It could just be a redesign of his um, Night Monkey costume. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Night Look, we all know the 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 biggest question out of the entire trailer is. Where is Wong going on holidays? <laughs> He's going to Tahiti, mate. It's a magical place. <laughs> Obviously, just Multiverse like that. Agents of Shield confirmed for the MCU. Oh God! Okay, it's on. There it is. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, that might do us. I mean, we. I, I feel like we could just keep talking about this. I'd love to go through this frame by frame and talk about like five seconds at a time. But uh, we've already, you know, we're getting close to an hour as it is. So uh, that might have to do us for Trailer Trash episode fourteen. We, uh, I can't even tease that we'll be back next week to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home because that's just what we did. But what I would actually like to do, I know we would be talking about older trailers now, but I'd like to do the Marvel special that I wanted this episode to be before Spider-Man dropped. I actually do want to come back and talk about that Eternals trailer because there's a lot, there's, there's three minutes of, of pretty good stuff in there considering yeah. we don't know what we're getting with that film. And then also with Venom too because we're nearly what, two months away from that film coming out. So uh, I'd, I'd at least like to talk about that most recent trailer um, before it gets too close to the release, and then I'm actually not going to want to talk about it. So maybe a secondary Marvel special for our next episode of Trailer Trash. Uh, in the meantime, check out all of our old shows and some of our other Marvel shows, and we're going to have more coming out because the MCU doesn't stop for no man or woman. There's just more shit coming out that we can even possibly sit down and actually watch and talk about try as we may i'm uh, mitch underscore lewis on twitter and instagram where can we find you boys dane where you at dane underscore mcgurk on instagram dane mcgurk on twitter but my twitter's more about the broncos than anything else i don't worry about it <laughs> hey there's a great venn diagram of bronco nrl fans and geeks okay yeah. so we, we can find it's that niche audience it's you too. <laughs> yeah it's us too and maddie's not a part of it but where can we find maddie at high pitch maddie we'll be back next week for trailer trash and just more get into geek stuff on the podcast we'll see you soon get into geek what just happened?